0: Welcome to the Bourbon Boys. I am joined by another Bourbon Boy this week, my brother-in-law, Joel. What's up? Long time no see.
1: Hey, 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 y'all.
0: So Joel's here to do a blind side-by-side with me. We have four uh, Remus picks. For those who don't know, Remus picks are um, MGP. It's an MGP. Label, uh, These range from 119 proof. I probably should have written that down to 124, I believe, at the highest. Uh, there's one from Timer's Beverage, which was a speakeasy pick that I helped with. There's a mythical pick. There's another speakeasy pick done at Neal's in Madison. And then there's an Otto's pick. My wife, I poured all of them. Then my wife mixed them up, and put the letters on it so we'd be blind on this.
1: All official.
0: <laughs> we hear nothing but official. If nothing, if not official, so we'll go ahead and kick this off with the first sample. This one is letter C. I think was it first one with C, right? Yeah, not that it matters for the. What what's it's it on the I lid.
1: Said, oh, I was going to say. I thought you said this was official, and we don't even got letters on the bottles. They're on the lids. It's on the lids.
0: That's why I made it easier for my wife. So she didn't have to put uh, the letters on the bottles. So let's get into this. Let's do it. We are also sitting outside, not in the palatial bourbon boy studios. Mm. We won't mention why because uh, Joel's tired of talking about the subject.
1: Yeah. So if you hear the uh, AC running in the background, just be, you
0: know, Ah. be gracious. AC run in, we got a fire lit in the smokeless, sparkling ice fire pit.
1: (laughs) Which doesn't exist.
0: This nose on this.
1: I just trimmed my nose hair, so I can't say it burns
0: them. It's definitely got some heat to it.
1: It does on the nose for sure.
0: I get a little light fruit to it, a little apricot maybe. I'm not going to lie. I did nose all these before. Uh, might be a little bit of a cheat. Two of them smelled very similar, and then the other two were were different. Only one of these, as far as I know, is a low rye, and that was the mythical pick. The rest of them are high rye bourbons. mm
1: just straight shot that. It's a shooter, huh? I got some more in there. Uh,
0: <laughs> it's like cherry. Sort of like a cherry uh, Robotussin or something, like a medicinal cherry.
1: A little bit. Finish. It has a nice, yeah, it has a nice light feel in the mouth though yeah it's yeah it's not uh it's not heavy or syrupy like that
0: there's not a ton of finish to it it's pretty nope. light on the finish
1: yeah it's uh mostly
0: front front palette for me and after i rank these which one i think is best i'm gonna say which one i think is which pick just to make it extra fun for yeah, me
1: you you picked two of these I helped pick. You helped pick. I helped
0: pick one with the Speakeasy group Troy. And there was a couple other guys, Dan Pepper, and then the mythical I was the deciding factor on that one. It was me and Sean from from Nemeth. How did this how
1: did this blind
0: come about? Was this a request or how sort of happen? just all these uh, remises are coming out at once like Oh, okay. Woodman's has one. Steves and Madison has one. Then all four of these came out. Of course mythical wasn't really uh available to the public, although mm-hmm. Nemus did keep 60 bottles I think for the store. So I mean they've oh, got of, some of that of the barrel you picked. Yeah. I didn't take it all. I oh. could have, but I didn't because he yeah. wanted some for the store. I didn't I didn't know that that happened, like such a thing existed. Sometimes, if the store wants to keep some of them, I'm not going to tell them no. If
1: they liked it,
0: well, it was more or less he wanted. Uh, he wanted some stuff for his short for the shelf. He likes to have a certain amount of store picks in gotcha. the store at one time. So, uh,
1: this is Nemus is a store. Yeah, oh, in gotcha. uh, uh, for in a Nina, second, I I was just you just showed me that picture of Remus and I was thinking you were talking Remus and then I was real confused for a second. That's
0: very like cherry cola on the on the palate. It's nice.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: A little dead air there while I get a sip of my mixed <laughs> drink.
1: And while I thought about cherry cola and when the last time I had cherry cola was, uh, yeah, it's been a long time.
0: I poured more than half of that in my glass. So. Well,
1: that's good. I think I got more than half of the last one. So,
0: so what have you been up to, Joel, since yeah, we last spoke?
1: Yeah, it's been a pretty chill summer, actually. I've been really enjoying... Just grunting and grinding. Been renovating a rental property for one of my friends and it's been it's been a healthy set of years since I did physical labor and it was it was a long time getting back into that grind and I feel like I still don't really
0: have the stamina.
1: You know, maybe maybe it has something to do with aging. <laughs> you think?
0: Uh, I think age I, I has something know. to do with it most it, of the time.
1: It, it might. It might. But I never expected that sensation to happen where every day I'm just completely dead. And uh, I guess I always thought of myself as rather capable.
0: But You said this was going to be your last hurrah for the summer. Yeah. What's that mean? You going well, into hibernation?
1: Well, it means that school's starting back up. In a week, and I gotta refocus.
0: You're going back to school?
1: Yeah, I thought you weren't. Yeah, I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I like to be unpredictable. No, that' not, not true. It's, uh, yeah, just a. I sat down with the seminary and and we talked it out, and they were really generous and gave me a lot of good counsel and talked about other opportunities and things like that. Um, and they were comfortable with where I was at and I felt like I could, I mean, I wanted to keep studying for sure. Um, but I didn't think I could and they sort of provided a couple of options that made it possible for me to keep studying. So while working,
0: is that what you want to do? No, no.
1: Just, uh, because the main thing is down the road. You know, like one whole year of school is like a apprenticeship kind of thing, right? Mm. And so that's really where it hinges. Like, uh, studying isn't a big deal, but what do you do when you get to the apprenticeship year if you don't want to do the normal thing that everybody does? Yeah. So there, there's a couple other opportunities, and and some of it depends on that. You know, I, I may study this year and be done after this year. It's a possibility. So I'm excited just about being able to keep going. So, yeah, I'm trying to refocus up for that. So, it's been a it's been a good summer. It's been crazy, been working, tired, but I'm looking forward to getting back into the grind a little bit. So, it's one of those things once you once you get back into the grind you kind of have to get comfortable with being like ah eh, sorry I can't sorry I can't you know that kind of thing so in my mind that's why this was the last hurrah cuz chances are it's going to be like sorry got a paper sorry got a test sorry you know is the uh the last bit of freedom that's what you think in in that
0: sense you'll break away you'll need whiskey
1: uh well (laughs) i I will need camaraderie for sure for sure but i'm uh yeah i'm I'm thinking about just going going no smoke no drink for a while at least Uh uh-oh just to just
0: to focus up so yeah. you're gonna smoke like half my box of cigars tonight. That's right. This is the last
1: <laughs> hoorah I said, so it's gonna be a hoorah. <laughs> the,
0: hum- the humidor is gonna be decimated. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna decimate the humidor so that you got to have time to restock. I restocked this weekend, so you're pretty good off.
1: So you you just tasted the uh, the se- the second one. Come on, we can edit we can get the good night on oh, good night kisses yeah we can get that get that <laughs> good night uh, that wasn't a bourbon it was tasting high. it was a it was a certain kind of tasting Hi, bourbon boys
0: yeah whoa saucy
1: <laughs> hot dog
0: <laughs> that came out of nowhere
1: yeah i didn't know she had that in her no. as that's, that's, that's what happens with that last beer no, I, I <laughs> put her <laughs> You know, it was not meant to sound like yeah. well. oh, right. Hello, All right. Hello, bourbon boys. Yeah, the, the, the
0: jazz voice. <laughs> My listeners are going to go up by double <laughs> yeah, next that's week. Yeah, that's right. Okay, good night. Abby just coming to say good night. Uh, I'm going to let you taste this while I talk about how I tasted what I tasted.
1: All right. Yeah, I haven't tasted it yet. I was I was too busy. Jab, John.
0: <laughs> jabber, jabber. <laughs> I got a little bit of graham cracker on the no- on the nose, uh, the palate was very caramel, caramel candy heavy to me. Mm. Sweet caramel candy um, finish was a little more lingering than the first one. Um, I would put this one in first right now, so it was better than it was better than C. We'll see how the other two go. I mean, maybe I just am like, you know, maybe it comes from
1: the the craftsman side of my family or some, I, I feel like I'm just always tasting the barrel, you know, like w- wood. I feel like that's like, I felt like I tasted the wood in a certain way on the first one. And now I feel like I taste what I would say is the barrel, but I might just be
0: ignorant. So but, oak, you,
1: char. Yeah. But different, like uh different woodiness. But what I like when I chop wood, I smell like that's kind of it, it's giving me the wood stuff, which I, I like stuff. in bourbons, the wood stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying not to be like give me the wood stuff. Suggestive. I'm not trying to say you know woody and you know, uh, but I don't. Uh, yeah, you have you have a more complex, refined vocabulary. Uh.
0: Yeah, that comes from years of tasting whiskey and, and having to tell people what you think about it because everybody wants to ask you, Gay tasting notes? And now I got to start making shit up. Just to- well,
1: and you were that guy. I, I remember at Steve Haas when you were there and uh, everybody's having a good time bombing around at the poker tables and coming back up and just really enjoying Steve Haas' selection and I have this photograph of you alone at the end of his bar with your notepad taking notes, you know, like that's the difference I think is, uh, that guy, you know, not just there. I enjoy it. I enjoy it for sure. But I'm more the guy who's sitting there mingling, talking, saying that's good.
0: Taking pictures.
1: Yeah. But I'm not the guy sitting there with a notepad,
0: you know? Yeah. I'd say when I first, that was towards the beginning of when I got into not got into it, but that's when I started to really get into it. I was a lot more focused in, like, getting down and getting to taste a bunch of different stuff and getting notes on it then. Whereas now, it's more about tasting and just drinking, but... but Yeah, well, I I think
1: you have a way better like palate memory than I do. Like To be able to say, like, I think this is this, or I think this is this, like, I've tasted not everything that you've tasted, but Whenever I'm here at your house I taste a lot of different things. But I don't have that kind of palate memory where I am like, Oh yeah, that's totally this bourbon or this flavor profile or Well, I think what it comes down
0: to is just what it what rings true in your memory and your thoughts, when it like if you catch something that's what it reminds you of smell or taste wise. So one thing might mean something to somebody else, where it might mean something to somebody different to somebody else. It's the same smell, but it just triggers something different in your brain that you uh, uh, link up with it. But there is a sense in which like that can be right or wrong,
1: right? Like, like you can be correct
0: or you can be wrong. Well, I guess there's a certain, there's a point where you're, you're able to pick out a good whiskey versus a not so good whiskey, or uh, versus, but I don't. When I do that, when I do barrel picks, I don't really do a whole lot of notes or like f- tasting notes, I just pick out what yeah. I think's best, yeah.
1: But like, we'll do these blinds or something, or if you have a limited selection, like you know, there are these bourbons in this. Batch and you tasted them, you're willing to put out a guess at which is which, you know? Yeah. Which, like, that's the difference, you know, in my mind. Like, there's some kind of uh, reference or, you know, there's enough uh, tasting or just experience to be able to put something out there, even a guess, even if it's
0: wrong. You it know? just takes a lot of drinking for and and focus on focusing on trying to to improve your palate and your nose and your it's it's basically just repetition and doing it for a while
1: is uh, there a is there a one thing that I notice whenever I'm drinking these different bourbons is that the way that I drink it right like how much air I take in or like if i swallow the wrong way or even if i just swallow different between the first or the second sip that i get a whole different flavor is there a is there like a a a way that you
0: taste like a a physical process no everybody's different uh but definitely, you can get a different flavor off of a second drink versus a first drink because your flavor, your taste buds get desensitized a little bit off the first drink. Mm. So then the second one comes in. I mean, technically, tasting, the way they say you're supposed to taste, you're supposed to let it linger in your mouth yeah. and coat your entire mouth because then on the second drink, you actually can start picking up notes. But who the hell has time for all that? Well, I mean, that that's more my experience because that's the way I like to do the first taste
1: is the – you know that's that's my mo. I think on this podcast, right? Is the uh...
0: I tend to not let it linger in my mouth that long because then I do get burn and I don't enjoy the burn. Really? See, I I like the burn, and then the second
1: flavor you get get way more complexity on a on something that's
0: decent or something that has the complexity to give. All right, I'm going to get into notes on this one because we're Mm. almost 20 minutes. Really? Yeah. 20 minutes of bullshit. Uh, This is F. On the nose, it was lighter, but I almost got like a a fruitiness to it, sort of like a grape, like a light fruit, not a strong fruit, not like a cherry Mm -hmm. or something like that, but something like with a little bit of sweetness to it, but you can't really pick out a natural grape flavor.
1: Yeah. I think that this was my favorite. It's my favorite so far. Yeah. Well, it's and, my favorite overall so far. Yeah, and the the flavor was was comparable with the nose. Like it was true a lot of times that you know the nose isn't the flavor, but this one, yeah, I felt was true. Blue I said it was
0: sweet heat because you got sweetness, but you got a lot of alcohol, a lot of heat with it. And then the the finish is actually a little after it lingers on my tongue for a little bit. It's a little tannic, a little drying, sort of like a. Mm-hmm. Uh, Uh, a wine finish sort of drying to it which i don't love but the rest of it was so good i can forgive the drying in the tongue because most of the time i'd already be filling up another glass to drink some more
1: yeah see i guess i i like that little dryness that it gives me and this is our final
0: sample before we start smoking cigars and really drinking this this is this is really drinking right here you know no this is this is like work
1: well this, this is, is a this, job this is good though after you know? this
0: with a cigar and a bunch oh, of bottles on this me. table be really drinking yeah well yeah I mean the cigars they'll I got a 10th anniversary what was it called? It's a
1: champagne finish I think. I was gonna say you're not there yet. You're, no tenth
0: anniversary yet. No, it's <laughs> a bug just flying my mouth. It was either a bug or a blade of grass. <laughs> anyway, it's a cigar with a tenth anniversary cigar. I, yeah, one of my
1: uh, one of my favorites is the uh, the Rocky Patel 20. 20th anniversary box press. That has been a trusty cigar. Every time. I've never gone wrong with that. So if y'all haven't tried that, that's definitely
0: worth... This one's going to send you nose hairs. (laughs) You got some heat with it, but you do have some good notes. Oh, yeah. It's like a... I get a little bit of that caramel on it.
1: I don't know if I'm just still smelling the smoker over there or what. I feel like I'm
0: smelling like... I don't even pay attention. to Unless it's like a super oaky 15-year-old or something like that, I don't even get oak a whole lot anymore unless it's just a flavor profile. Yeah, I think maybe I just associate too check, much check. with the wood. Like that tannic? Yeah. Doesn't that come from the wood? Yes. The oak, right? Yeah, the tannins come from oak. Most of the time you get that in an over-oaked if you get super high tannins. That's why we get to older MGPs, you got to be real careful. That you don't get too oaky, because that could turn a lot of people off. And why just, is that that an issue with
1: more bourbons than just MGP or something Mm -hmm. specific about? I mean, just in general, if it stays in the barrel too long, right? Like,
0: that's... I mean, that's another candy palette. The heat doesn't really follow through like the nose. Like, you get a little bit of the heat, but it's not overpowering like the nose is. Uh, Mm. You can get uh, too much oak and a lot of stuff, but for some reason, MGP seems to really not do well with... Like, once it got over 11 to 12 years old, you started getting into more tannic stuff. Uh, I don't know if it's the barrel they were using or what, Mm. but... Yeah. Just for some reason, that specific product... uh, Scott had a tendency to get a little more tannic and over That's interesting. Yeah, I mean, there's so
1: many factors without being privy to all the circumstances, I suppose it's hard to say. I would say this is, this is the most unique out of all them. I thought the first three were sort of in the same flavor profile, I would say,
0: mm. in general. I think the first two were... The third one was a little bit more of a stand out for me, yeah, I mean
1: i I think the way it finished the dry finish made it stand out, but this one is completely other, yeah, for me, that's a tough one man I might
0: i'm I hate to do ties, but I might have to tie one into one of those last two
1: this one, yeah. I mean, this one seems way more like um, something you would pick, in my mind. like uh, It's of, bolder. Yeah, it's bolder. Out of the first three, Like this is something I'd be like, oh yeah, Chad, pick something like this. Because it has those unconventional things going on with it.
0: It's just a very bold whiskey, uh, which is generally what I'll... It's either, I pick either bold... Or something that just unusual, like you said, unique. Mm. Yeah, this is definitely
1: it's going there. But I think it it is still at the same time balanced for me. Like it, I would say, this is the most balanced, like across my palate. I could see that it it gives me uh, flavor and sensation all the way across the tongue. Where the other ones, they had their strong spots. Um I'm glad you didn't have your mic up for that. It's uh that's another one of those things I should that should be a caveat for my <laughs> You're not allowed to say that yeah, when you're on that, the podcast. Yeah, that can't be on my podcast. <laughs> uh, this is my podcast now. Uh,
0: it's, it's mine. Yeah. I'm the captain I now. am the Bourbon boy when I am on the podcast. So you would what what what's your ranking?
1: I uh, I think I would go. Uh, one and two were tough for me to really pick a solid winner, but I I think I would settle on three two or uh, three four. Sorry, three four for so my like one, one and two, and two spot.
0: The other two are just sort of a toss up, and the other two were kind of a toss up for me.
1: I I like different things about them, but I think overall they they struck me pretty much the same.
0: So you got C and E as a toss up, and then F and H are your one two. It could be in either order. Yeah, I like H better.
1: Uh, H was the last one. Wait a second. All right, so I'm not looking at the numbers. So we got H was last. That was the one you just drank, and then okay, F
0: was the third.
1: I'm leaning more towards F, not because I think it's necessarily better, but just because I think it's it's more what I would choose, you okay. know, in terms of just my palette. But I think overall, H is probably a more complex.
0: I uh, could agree with that. Like
1: a, a, it has more going going for it in that way. But F is would be like a, a go to.
0: Okay, me, you know what I mean. So for me, I got. F and H tied for number one. I could go either way, like you said, for one and two. Uh, and then I have E as number three in my lineup, and C is number four. C was the first one we had. Yeah. None of them were, ter- were bad. I mean, all of them were pretty, de- were pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, as ben- far as guessing which one or which, I think H, which is the last one we had, is Neal's, speak speakeasy pick. Mm. I think F, which is the second to last, the third one we had, is mythical. Mm. Um, Then I think Timer's uh, speakeasy pick was the second we had, that's E. And then Otto's was C, which was the first one we had. Yeah, I think I I would probably, if you push me, I would probably
1: go the same spread. But I feel, yeah, I I would probably go straight F-H-E-C.
0: Well, I was wrong on the first one.
1: Wrong on the first one?
0: Well, I was wrong as far as what barrel it was. Oh. what? what? So C, which was the first one, was Neil's speakeasy pick. Mm, That's the one you thought was H. Yeah. Mythical is E. Oh, that was number two that we had. I think my wife must have got these messed up. <laughs> oh boy. There's no way. Oh boy. Oh, that's the problem with a blind. It's blind. Timers was H, she said, which was the last one. Uh. And then autos would be F. Interesting. So autos and
1: timers
0: if we're trusting the blind. We're, we're trusting the woman that set the blind up. Well,
1: well, now you poured the things and you said it was straightforward so
0: i did but i'm gonna have to check i'm gonna have to go back and check those bottles how can you check i could taste the whiskey in the bottle and, and see if it tastes the same uh, yeah all right well they're your I preliminary mean, results and i'm not sure they're under contest controversial
1: under contest that that's probably as good as it can get for the end of a blind tasting right i might there. have to
0: update this in the uh <laughs> In the prequel, the preamble of this podcast, but uh, Joel, you got anything to say in closing?
1: Uh, I think that we should be applauded because this was the most organized. I think we've done blind. <laughs> Usually, it it's like, oh wait, number three was effing is in, but I'm sure that listening to it, you, by the you don't know what's up. Yeah. By the end of it, so I think I, this is probably the most organized. I think we're moving up. <laughs>
0: We get I more organized. Pretty, yeah, I feel pretty. good I mean, you'd about think that, by the hundred fiftieth episode. But now that
1: uh, now that you're contesting this thing, yeah, now I feel like maybe that statement is out of place.
0: Okay. Well, until next time, enjoy your pores and enjoy your family. <laughs>